Hello, Cleaning Buddies Monthly Podcast. This is Jin Lin. Um, going into chapter 14, which is called Time for Action from the Smartphone Done Phone Book. Again, you must read the book. Um, we're getting into some serious stuff here. If you really haven't been reading, I really encourage you to go back and read the book. Um, this chapter has six instructions, and um, not, it's not the last of them. There are 20 in total, um, and I think we're getting... We're going to go from number eight here. Um, so I don't exactly know where this came into play, but, um, and I really suggest that you do have like a little notebook for some of the things in this book that you kind of need. I would highly suggest that you have all the instructions written down in this notebook. Um, your useful apps and things list, um, how you want to feel as a digital user, a happy digital user. Um, and then this next list, I even put this in a journal today. I wrote it really, like really pretty and fancy and stuff. But write down the things that you used to do before you got hooked. So what were some things you really used to enjoy doing that your phone kind of stopped for you? And if you've had a phone for like your whole life, it's probably going to be pretty difficult to come up with. But hopefully you can think of some things. Or it might even be things like, I know sometimes I'm like, I really wish I could exercise. I really wish I could meditate. I really wish I could do yoga again. But don't have time. I want to read this book. I want to reread that book and I don't have time. I do, did have the time. I was just wasting the time. But anyway, here's some of my things I wrote down. Declutter, reading, crafts, home projects, exercise, meditation, yoga, rearranging my furniture. I don't know why, but I used to love just rearranging my furniture. It made me feel like I was in a new place. Um, okay. So we're really just going to do like the instructions here. And I talk a little bit about each one. Um, <clears throat> So when I did this chapter, I, I think I took quite a bit of a break between this chapter and the next one, um, just because of stuff coming up. Um, and so it's okay if you don't do these things right away. Um, but definitely before you get to the very end, you need to get everything set up. So, um, all right. So number eight. Get real about your digital use. Um, and this originally was talked about a little bit in chapter one and maybe some other chapters, but, um, and I probably hit on it a little bit more so because I'd already read the book, but digital addicts underestimate by half um, about how much time they actually use, actually use. And you may have to go back a little because your use may have changed a little bit from reading this book. Um, it just kind of naturally happens. You spend more time with the book than you do with the phone. Um, but this was 100% true to me. True for me. It was exactly, I estimated half. Like I think I said an hour and a half and it was more like three hours. So you have to go back a little bit in your screen time on your phone um, to see. But estimate first and then go back and see. Don't feel bad because um, you're about to do something about it. And just don't kid yourself about it anymore. Number nine. Um, pause and pay attention. So you should have your list of apps. Pay attention to your feelings when you're on your phone. Why are you looking? What are you looking for? How long do you plan to spend doing it? So, you know, having those kind of um, ideas like, um, and this has actually stopped me. Um, I think I told you guys about the little camera thing that I have. And I was like looking at, um, well, I haven't told you this because but I had an issue come up with my eye. Like I was looking, trying to see if there's something in there or whatever was going on with it. Like I spent way more time than I wanted to doing that. 
But if you have an expectation before, like, okay, I'm only going to spend, you know, 30 minutes looking for this product or whatever amount of time, then um, that's going to help you. But also really pay attention to your feelings about it. Um, okay. Questions lead to a pause, which is an opportunity to choose differently. And that, you'll see that in so many, like if you read any self-help stuff, the pause is so essential to changing our behavior. Um, all right. So stop now. If you haven't done any tasks now, before now, you should have. So this was my thing. But if you've not finished these steps that I'm about to list, there's five. You need to stop right now and go and do these things because if you're this far into the book and you haven't done these steps you're going to end up just like me and just like I did um, so I'll kind of slow down and say I might read them twice just to make sure that you get them all so number one list you should have a list of beneficial ways that you use your phone so actual good uses for your phone checking the weather things like that number two um, you should have filled out the little questionnaire about um, what a happy digital user looks like and how you want to feel. That's in Chapter 5, um, the very end of the Chapter 5 discussion. I um, listed all that out. That also includes, number three, the list of useful and junk apps. Number four, you should have deleted things that you don't use at all, the Deadwood. And number five, gotten rid of most notifications um, that interrupt you and um, disrupt your day. So, number one, you should have your list of beneficial ways that you use your phone. Number two, what a happy digital user looks like and how you want to feel as a happy digital user. Number three, a list of useful versus junk apps. And remember those groups, like useful groups. Um, number four, you should have deleted things you don't use at all. And number five, get rid of most notifications. All right, number 10, personalize for progress. So I actually did go and make my home screen a picture of a hammer so I could remember that it's a tool. Once you're free, you can change this back, but they do suggest putting something on your lock screen. It could be an exclamation point or something that just reminds you um, to pay attention to how you're using it. All right, so I was really confused about this because... Um, it makes it sound like you should remove your junk apps here, but you actually should not. I thought that was my baby, but I think it's a garbage truck. I really hope they don't wake her up. I'd be so mad. Oh my gosh. So it said arrange apps, remove junk apps from list. Um, I might have added the part about the list, but don't remove your junk apps yet. Um, but it was talking about arranging your apps and moving things um, further from your home screen. So I actually have a great thing that's been working so perfect for me. And I am going to go ahead and tell you this now. Um, but don't do it till you get to instruction number 19. Um, well, really, that's not removing junk. So you could still do this now, I guess. Um, but arranging your apps. Put borderline ones um, far from your home screen. So this is what I did. I took Facebook, my mail, yes, my email, and TimeHop, and I put all of those things in groups. I had actually moved my Facebook and my mail off my home screen a long time ago, but I was still, it was still so easy to get to it. Basically now, any app that I want to use that's not like controlling something in my house, which would be using it like a tool, any apps like that 
are hidden in a group. So I can't really see them and I have so many groups, it's hard for me to even tell what's what. So I have to do a search on my phone. That gives me one extra step to do before I can get into. So I have to really be going on for that purpose. If I'm not really going on for that purpose, then I don't, you know, like what I found myself doing lately is just opening my phone and like, oops, and we're going to talk about that too. There's a thing for that as well. But I'll find myself just like picking it up because I'm used to doing that. It's just a habit that I have to break. But since those apps are not so readily available, if I'm not on there for that purpose, I instantly go, oops, put it down. And so it's giving me that pause. So I highly suggest any apps you're keeping that are social media, Facebook, um, possibly even your email. I really suggest hiding those in a group um, so that you do not have and you know, like you take the app and you hold it down and then you push it next to the app you want to group it with and it makes a group and don't keep those groups on your home screen either. <clears throat> so I have to search to find them and, um, put your useful apps on your first screen. Number 11, ignore email. Um, I don't even remember seeing this one at all the first time I read the book. Um, but I think it's because I just don't use it the way that they talk about there. They spend a lot of time talking about ignoring your email Basically, what they're saying to do is to schedule three times a day that you'll check your email and the rest of the time you're going to ignore it. Um, and that's basically, I, when I'm supposed to be working in my working hours, I check it every two hours, which makes it like four times a day. Um, but that's been working pretty well for me. And since I have moved my mail app, since I put it in a group, I've been having to search for my regular email, like my home email. And that has been... Um, keeping because that used to be like a routine like I would get on there get into my email check I have like four different accounts that I would check <sighs> yeah seriously um anyway and it said if you're worried that you're going to miss something try it for two to three days um if your job makes that impossible you need to read that part because there's a lot of ideas they have there for that number 12 disable push notifications so um, this is actually the instruction to go ahead and do that. You can go ahead and disable all the rest of your push notifications. Um, and here's something that I highly suggest to you because part of my job is managing a Facebook page. Um, I have disabled all of my notifications from Facebook, but what I did is they have an app and it's got like a little orange flag on it. It's called Pages. So if you download that app, if you manage a Facebook page, you can leave the notifications for that if you're concerned that somebody might have a question or you, like if you have to monitor comments, um, that app is great for that because it will only notify you of your page things. It will not notify you of just random people commenting on your stuff on Facebook or liking things. So I found that a really good alternative um, because for my job, I do have to keep that enabled in case I have um, important stuff that I have to do. Number 13, observe happy, observe happy hour every day. So an hour before bed, no phone, put your phone on the charger and just keep it that way. Number 14, get a watch. And I just kind of left it at that, get a watch. Um, so I haven't quite decided because one of my thoughts was to wear my watch during the day. And that way, if I have a phone call or something, um, later on in the book, they actually suggest getting just like a flip phone, um, which I guess you could have your calls forwarded to or something, but that's another bill. I don't know. I just thought like, I don't know. 
just like if people really have an urgent need, they have a way to call you. Um, but I feel like the watch thing, if you have no other notifications and it's just notifying you of a phone call, that's really no different from you actually picking up the phone if it rang, like if you have a house phone or something. So, I mean, I'm not telling you to go against the rules. Um, I'm just saying as long as you have the notifications and stuff turned off besides that might be an option for you. Um, so anyway, that is a lot of instructions in one thing, and we are about to go into chapter 15 next, so, um, that one is about you have nothing to fear.